Good morning and welcome to another episode of Downtown Manon, the podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Becca Schoenborn, joined by my lovely co-host, Dustin, Dustin Dubuque. I wasn't <laughs> sure if you were going to give me the intro I wasn't or not. Sure Thanks. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It is a rainy day when we are recording this, so yeah, it's a little sad, a little gloomy outside. But, but I know I asked you last month how your summer's going, so now that we're a month farther, yeah, I need to just know a little bit more because again, we live here for fun four months out of the year. Other than that, two. Is it two? Do you, you don't even give it four. You're just no. like, no, it's two. But um, that means there must be some other fun stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, it's going good. Went on a couple vacations. Oh, where? The UP. Yep, UP is Beautiful. normal. Um, it's my first time up there this summer, so that was fun. Um, otherwise, I've just been trying to bask in the sunshine as much as possible. Yeah. Oh, it's been awesome outside. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had like one week of 100 degree weather. And now it's just like 80s all day. I'm one of the it's weird the people that likes like the hot, hot weather. Okay, like I well, like, gross. I enjoy the heat if I can just lay outside and do nothing. If sure. I have to like sure. be active or like function as a person in it, I don't, I don't want to be out there. Got it. <laughs> but so, like, I'm a fan of a good beach day. So. Got it. All right. A fan of, you know, know, you don't seem like a beach day person. So I know. that's Hard an interesting believe. fun fact to know about you now. That I you're don't like to swim, day. but I do like to got it you just like to be lazy like to, on the beach yeah i mean you know i, I was similar to a reptile i've always you told know, people like a to story bask in the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> i always told people that I, I was like when i was younger thought like the last place i'd ever like want a vacation is like a beach like because i'm like you, you go on vacations to do things not just no, sit no, there no. and then the first time i ever did it i was like life-changing it is it was it was literally was it the first relaxing life-changing yeah i sat on the beach for 13 hours that day yeah. and in the water out of the water and i was like okay this is i'm your best life i'm well aware of why people do this now it's, <laughs> yeah. this is exactly it my family used to go to florida in june if that tells you like the type of yeah. hot weather that i like so, yeah that which sounds is weird i'm from wisconsin so i don't know sounds... why where this came from but... why do people vacation out of wisconsin in june that's the only reason why you live here is for it's June for in Wisconsin. <laughs> That's it. I never understand that. People are like, yeah, we're we're here. I'm like, but this is when you want to live here. Vacation, you yeah. know, Lake's October, not November, December, January. Do you want me to keep going on the months that you should not be here? All of the months of the calendar All year. All the months of the calendar. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, well, as we segue into our guest, uh, one of the cool things that I got to do uh, with this gentleman is we uh, played vintage baseball. Which I know comes up on this podcast we in have Michigan. Our first recurring guest. The I first think. recurring guest oh, wow. in what Wade Lambertson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, we've uh, got he, our good friend Wade here today, <laughs> who you may recognize from another episode that we had a couple of the Menominee Blue Caps. Yes, Dustin's so, other passion project. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's you're the first. Back here. You're the yeah. first guest that's been on twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we we got to go to Detroit and play vintage ball uh, a couple weeks ago. Wasn't that awesome? It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. You know, the drive not so much. Yeah. But uh, just the venues and the opportunity to hang out with my buddies playing baseball in mm-hmm. Detroit. It's pretty cool. It was really cool. We played on uh, we played on uh, on Saturday. We played right on the Detroit River, right? That's what right. it was. You're right. And, uh, and it was an old, it's Fort Wayne. It was an old Civil War mm-hmm. barracks. Cool. So it was just like all the buildings from like the late 1800s. Well, mm-hmm. the barracks is from like 1863 right. or something. Yeah. And they used and, them up through uh, Vietnam. Yeah. But it was just like. people there. 
such a cool place and it just out of nowhere and we're in this really nasty part of town yeah and then and all of a sudden we're upon this incredible place next to the river playing cool. vintage ball with mm-hmm. six other teams yeah wow. a whole bunch of teams from the That's area a big one. Yeah. yeah it was pretty cool and it the was way so fun. the way they had it like set up which it's hard to do at our field but i thought the really smart thing they did is because we love it was uh they made it family style so none of the teams were like separated they mm-hmm. jammed them all in a line together oh, cool. so we just hung out like in this like line of teams which was really mm-hmm. clever i've never seen anybody do that i'm like ooh, that's an idea we that was a good idea mm-hmm. like that's there's no separation idea. you didn't have to move your stuff around yeah it was all was right there. there it was all like it was, so that was super fun and then uh yeah the team got to hang out quite a bit which was fun and then uh on sunday we we had time to kill so we went to the henry ford museum which was Ooh, super cool cool but then mm-hmm. on sunday night i love a good museum oh and it's that a that was an incredible this. museum it is I mean, if you ever get a chance to go to the ford museum in detroit i mean you can spend several days there it was in, it's just such a we cool were there place. four and a half hours and didn't yeah. feel like we were even there that long like i was like and i even started rushing towards the end yeah like it was the cars so cool and stuff. i mean it wasn't like just cars it was it was uh tra- or farm implements it was trains it was I mean, furniture, knives. I mean, it's everything. It was just yeah. so cool and so awesome. beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's a multi-majillion <laughs> dollars gracious. for a museum. <laughs> but the coolest part then on Sunday night, we played at uh, Hamtramck Stadium, which is a Negro League stadium mm-hmm. in Detroit. And it, they just put like a bunch of money into it. And mm-hmm. I know it, we played so late. Like we knew we were going to have to drive all night. So like we kind of like went into it like, oh no, this is going oh, to be brutal. <laughs> and uh, no, we ended up, it was like awesome at the time like, of your life instead yeah it pretty did. much was it, it, pretty was, much was. <laughs> it was worth sticking around I mean, yeah. it was such a cool place again in this really nasty neighborhood all of a sudden this is a really cool stadium mm-hmm. and uh then we got to play out there and we played pretty well yeah I we think, it did yeah. help this weekend that we played in the last inning this we time. did not i told the story on a couple <laughs> podcasts oh, ago about how we lost the last inning in sand creek oh, no we played really too good soon to talk about that <laughs> oh my goodness sorry that's july 4th too soon <laughs> Maybe the next time you bring me back, we can maybe talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we played good ball. So that definitely helped the morale on the team. We played a really good team from Michigan who won the Gettysburg tournament. And we, like, stayed competitive with them. And then we won our other three games. So cool place. Yeah, we want to play there, too, at some point. But, yeah, so it was... Have you been to Gettysburg? No, I have never been to Gettysburg. Oh, my God. Have you been to Gettysburg? Yeah. I've never been there. When I was younger, my family went on a road trip out east and that was it was raining the day we stopped there so we didn't get to do a lot but it is and i don't even know how to describe it like the feeling when you get out of your car and stand next to some of the battlefields it's like palpable like you can feel it in the air it's Hmm. wild interesting it's so so cool though interesting i mean it's obviously like a huge tragedy (laughs) like of course it's not cool that there's Uh, so many people that died there but like getting to see something like that that didn't get covered up by a city is really really cool yeah mm. but yeah well, it's like if you can feel it in the air as sure as no, you walk to outside go. it's just like heavy uh, we talk about it every year of taking the team over there like because we're just like yeah gosh if you're gonna play anywhere like mm-hmm. i don't know if there's a cooler place we could physically play i know you're not a ghosty right. person but there's also lots of haunted things there i'm sure there is <laughs> why well, am i sure there is but anyway, well, anyway, enough that's about that. enough that's about baseball. There's a episode, multiple episodes ago with the Blue Caps. You can talk, listen to Wade talk yeah. all about it. Yeah, and we're here to talk shop with Wade today. All right, let's go. Okay, tell us what you do. Just <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Um, uh, no, so you are the owner of Vintage Sign Shop here in town, which mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of listeners have heard of. You are 
the local vinyl mural artist, graphic designer that we all know and love. So, thank you. Yeah, I've been here now. Uh, yeah, this is my twentieth year in the wow. in the business. Well, in my, for Vintage Sign Shop, mm -hmm. I, I worked a couple of years at a sign shop in Eau Claire to get started, but then moved my business here in two thousand six, and yeah, it's really really taken off and Menominee's just been wonderful. Um, plenty of local businesses that need signs and now we're starting to really get into more mural painting and, and that. But I also do vinyl and that, um, that type of sign, but uh, kind of a bunch of different things, sandblasted signs and lighted signs, murals, vehicles, all that kind of fun stuff. Awesome. How do you like, so, so you said you started even, you know, before 20 years ago somewhere else. So when does it get to like signage like because I, I wouldn't I knowing you now and like what people learn on this episode is like you're an artist mm -hmm. at points like I mean vinyl I'm not promising a vinyl sign you consider <laughs> art but you do hand painted signs and like you'd your be surprised mm -hmm. how difficult vinyl oh, is to work. I, I'm not saying yeah, that it's, it's uh, pretty cut and dry yeah but you know. uh I mean I've seen you you know do your hand you know the hand painted stuff that mm -hmm. you do so like how does how does an artist go from like choosing going into choosing like signage is, is where I want to be as the medium. Yeah. yeah. That's an interesting medium. I don't think that's a, like a medium that people I think would think an yeah. artist would choose. Right. Well, it's, so here's kind of the long story. <laughs> no, uh, actually I took a signage class at stout when I was, uh, my senior year at stout and it just kind of piqued my interest, but you know, I just didn't, I didn't think too much about it. Um, I, uh, actually was a carpenter for many years. I guess I still am. So I love working with my hands and, and building things. Um, so when I graduated Stout, I got a job at a craft design firm and I basically sat behind a computer and designed brochures and logos and mm -hmm. stuff like that all day. And I hated Same. it. I hated it. Oh, I don't it. hate it though. <laughs> you don't hate it. You love it. You're soon. very good at it. <laughs> I spoke too soon. Um, but I just, just being sedentary all the time. So anyway, my boss. It takes uh, a lot out of you. It does. It's it really draining. Does. Um, and, and to know that you do that day after day. So anyway, my, my boss at the time needed some signage for a client. So she sent me down to the local sign shop. And I walked in there and I, I met this gentleman, uh, Charlie Plummer, who's basically my best friend and we still work together. He's got his own sign shop now. Um, but I went in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, you get the design and then you get to make it. Mm -hmm. And I was just, right away, I was, I was sold. Mm -hmm. And um, I was waiting to talk to the owner of the shop he was busy, so I actually started helping Charlie uh, stick some vinyl, and he was kind of showing me around, and I was just like, ah, oh, this is it. Actually, I still get goosebumps when I talk about it because it was just like one of those moments. It's like, this is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. So I talked to the boss uh, or the owner of the shop, and he was like, we're really busy. You want a, you want a job? And two <laughs> weeks later, I was working there. Cool. Crazy. Yeah, and then, um, then the early 2000s hit, and, you know, the economy was not great and I had to be let go. But I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue this. So then I, then I got the paintbrush out, mm. started doing, um, like festival in the pines and cranberry fest, stuff like that. And I was actually painting signs, um, at these festivals under my little canopy for 12 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> but people loved it. And I geared my signs more towards guys. So I was doing more bar signs, you know, tractors, cars, beer, stuff like that. And people just loved it. And it just kind of, kind of went from there. And I moved to Menominee and that was huge. Cause then just Menominee has been wonderful. Giving me business and mm -hmm. yeah. It was an untapped market, I guess when, when you got here. Seems right. Like anyway. Well, uh, cause like you like literally have, I mean, in a way you kind of have it cornered like to where 
you might not do everything in town because obviously you can't mm-hmm. but it is funny like everybody will choose wait first like it's like that's the first phone call well that's nice to hear i mean <laughs> it, it, i mean there's a lot of- i mean like i mean you're like it is funny like you you see yourself as just this the sign guy that yeah. lives outside of town <laughs> yeah. but like everybody knows you because you've done so much and you're always around and like yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You're it's, crazy. it's such a fun, guy, it's such yeah. a, yeah, you're the sign guy. Yeah, like well, is. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I've been, I've been very fortunate, very busy, but it's all about the people. It's making relationships, really. That's what it comes down to. And it's such a visual uh, media. I mean, it's, everybody sees your work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I look at it, it's just my job, you know, and I don't, you know, of course, I point all the signs out to my family when we're driving by, which drives them nuts. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, Dad, we get it. We yeah, made the sign. We know. <laughs> um, but no, I appreciate that compliment. There's a, there's other guys out there that are doing uh, more prints, um, you know, ink and stuff like that. But I like to keep uh, using um, quality products, quality vinyl, quality paint, and I just love to be able to get the paintbrush out. That's really my passion. So yeah, it's a good it's a good balance for sure. Yeah, I just it. So and then like some of the other things that you do, um, like I think one of the cool things that that you are lucky enough to do is you work with line and kugels, too. So there's probably people that listen to this that probably have a weight sign. If you own a line and kugel sign somewhere in your house. Yeah, there's been um, 7,250 signs or so that I've made for them. Yeah. Barn with signs. Is that crazy? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. All handmade um, from tearing down old barns and reusing the wood and just starting from scratch. Um, and then recently I've been painting some murals over there. I painted a mural, um, between the brewery and the gift shop last summer. Uh, and a couple summers ago, I painted one on the old gift shop building. Um, yeah, it's just been a wonderful relationship. I started making signs for them in 2005 when I was doing the whole craft fair mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that's a co- big deal. It is a big deal. Like there was one time, I never forget it was years ago. It was like one of the first times I ever walked into the sign shop and all of a sudden I lock in, there's like 40 of the exact same sign, like on tables and going around, yeah, he's right. doing parts. I mean, they're all liney yep. signs, but they're all the same sign, but he's got all the parts like half done because mm-hmm. he's just going in like a circle doing the same thing. Yeah, one color at a time. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty neat. The layers, yeah. you gotta, right. gotta do all the layers. Well, the, the maiden, the Indian maiden I painted was five color. So I just started with the lightest color and did all the beads of the, of the hair braid first, and then I did the hair, then I went and did the face, and then the lips and the eyes and it's kind of like a little assembly line i guess see and that's the thing is like i don't think i don't think people realize that the signs are probably hand painted by someone right they probably think they're just i i know and that's the cool thing i'm yeah i like to brag i'm the only one in the world that paints line of google signs there you go but um but everyone is different every and you know when i painted the indian maiden you know everyone had a little different personality Mm-hmm. tour yeah cool. <laughs> interesting yeah that's pretty cool that's such a random thing and then you say that you so how does the so you mentioned the murals and that you do murals and stuff like mm-hmm. so how do you get like how does it go from sign making to i mean again you're an artist so i yeah. get that but like to to the point where you're you know doing these big big things on buildings yeah right. like the just the scale difference alone yeah doing a sign to doing like a huge mural yeah that's... like just the design process is so completely different it's so completely different that scale of something yeah there's a lot of different methods to do it um to design i mean you can project um uh, you can make patterns um but that that all started about 10 years ago i was actually kind of searching for more of an artist community um so i was looking around and i came across this thing called wall dogs 
where it's a bunch of uh, artists that get together from around the world. Um, pinstripers, illustrators, sign painters, um, muralists, and they go to a certain town and they paint murals, like 15 to 20 murals in this town and transform the town in you know, less than a week. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty incredible cool. opportunity and um, experience. It just, uh, I went there, it was Southern Illinois, I drove down there not knowing a soul. And then by the end of the weekend, I had like 300 new friends. Yeah. And now we see each other yearly in different towns throughout the country. That's awesome. So I kind of started going to those events and I just, it was just like, you know, it was like Sturgis or sign painters. And it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a party with all your friends from around the world. I mean, these people travel from all the world to paint murals and they don't get paid for it. Wow. It's incredible. Um, so then Sounds I was like artists. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it does. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, quite an interesting group for sure. But, uh, about 2017, I was asked to lead to do a project lead. And that's when it really started taking off. That was in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. So I called some of these uh, some of these friends of mine, and we kind of started a little mural group of our own. And then five years in a row, I was asked to be a project leader. And I was in uh, Illinois, um, New Hampshire, Wisconsin, and I actually painted one on my barn a couple last or two years ago. Um, so it's just a really cool um, group of people, and and that just kind of evolved. Um, and and last or the spring actually was uh, asked to teach a class at Stout. Mm-hmm. That was um, going to be my next question. Okay. Thanks for the great natural segue. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Took it right out of my mind. Uh, yeah, so that was, that was the, the wall dog conversation was kind of going, and um, the chancellor asked if I would be interested in painting a mural on campus. And um, another, well, actually it was Cynthia Bland. She is the head of the art department. Uh, the history department and she wanted to do a mural on campus so she talked to me about it and I'm like yeah it sounds like a good opportunity mm-hmm. so we we got about 17 students that uh, painted a mural at the end of the applied arts building mm-hmm. which is super it cool it looks amazing it looks I, amazing right there and I used to live right across from there and every time I go past her I'm like dang I wish I would have been there when I lived there that would have yeah. been way better to it's look at it's so cool yeah <laughs> it looks beautiful. great yeah, yeah pops really well are in town, drive down 13th Avenue. Is it Avenue or Street? Street. 13th, whatever street? it is. Yeah, it's the yes, street 13th. back there. 13th Street. Uh, I know it's 13th. I don't know if it's Ave. I can't remember. Whatever, street. it doesn't matter. The street. All doesn't of matter. our streets in this town are named the same thing. Yep. With a slight variation, so. That's true. Whatever. The, the street that the Applied Arts Building is on, if you're familiar with Stout. Yeah, you campus. can't miss it. It's super yeah. cool. Lots of blue and brown, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it's student it's really designed. Cool. So there was a class um, that uh, Cynthia and I went to, a uh, craft design class, and the students had groups of, groups of students designed the mural, and we had to choose one. Um, so then that was a whole different class than in the spring that actually painted it. So it's pretty cool how it all came together. Yeah, it looks yeah. really, really great. Yeah, so who'd have thought that you'd go on a whim to Illinois to go and meet all these people and paint signs, and then you're helping teach a class at UW-Stout where you went to school. That's so cool. Isn't that crazy? That's so cool. I know. That's so cool. I always seem to drive by that mural on the way to, you know, I got to go do chores in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's just... Oh, no. It's like, <laughs> oh, look at that. No, it's just so cool. And, and working with the students was wonderful and just teaching. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, in fact, we're going we're gonna to try it again. Awesome. All right. So we're going to cool. go a little further down the, the wall. There's plenty of space mm-hmm. to paint yeah, murals on, on campus. So. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, and then you did another mural a couple summers ago downtown, too. Well, sign mural up on the uh, 
ton of country yep. antiques building yeah which was really yeah. which was really cool too because you guys did a couple different things at once there and like if anybody hadn't been to silver dollar too, the yeah, their sign thing. got redone and there was a there's like an actual like wooden or like silver what nickel or silver dollar I suppose it's a silver dollar it. yeah but it was painted it was painted on wood yeah and it was painted on wood and like that alone is like one of the artists uh, who came up for that I yeah. mean that Signs yeah, awesome. I know that was. Incredible. I think people again don't would never look at it and think that that's a hand done. Like took person like three days to do. It's incredible, and it's like the coolest looking thing. I know. I, I'm so glad that was Alicia. She's been a a, pro, a co project leader with me on several Wall Dog events, and I'm like, and 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 we have this core group of friends that we just get together. They're a lot from Madison and Minneapolis area. And we just we just hit it off so well. And I'm like, if anybody's gonna paint this silver dollar, it's gotta be Alicia because it was just beautiful. So yeah, we did the silver dollar saloon lettering. Uh, we worked on the Triangle Antiques building a little bit, kind of freshen that sign up. Um, there was a sign on the tier building, which is the Town and Country Antiques building. In the back used to be uh, Anderson Dry Cleaners. Mm -hmm. We freshened that up, and then the big one was the Miller motorcycle sign on top of the building. Mm -hmm. um, that was. That was another incredible artist, Amy Zaremba, who painted that, helped paint that motorcycle. But then um, I had an apprentice with me that worked in the shop, and she helped with some of the lettering. So it was just a real collaboration of artists. And yeah, we knocked it out in a couple of days. Wow. Yeah. I can believe you painted that in a couple of days. I know That's it's so wild. cool to see like seeing it every day, That's fast. like where it at, where it is, and the fact that that these people are able to put these up so quick is a lot of talented people. So interesting. Yeah. I just wants you just want to see more of it. Right now, you, you know, do downtown. Once you once you start doing it, mm -hmm. it, it gets infectious. You For just sure. want to keep doing it. I mean, it and transforms the whole area. Look at Eau Claire; they've added all of those murals downtown Eau Claire, and I it know. just like completely changed the feel of downtown. I right, think. it's like, just it's vibrant. Just, yeah, it brings so much life to mm -hmm. a place. Like adding any sort of art to a downtown, I think, is really important. Oh, but it's especially, huge. yeah, a historic downtown and good That's signage really too. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course, the most important. Yeah, because we all know that you probably love poor signage. It's probably your favorite. Don't even get me started. Yeah, <laughs> I feel should, like we could. What talk are the about What are the no nos of poor? Yeah, you, you're both branding and. Okay, the no nos. How much yeah. time you got? How much yeah. time we got here? Let's right. do the quick one. If right, you're a, quick if one. you're a business owner out there, anybody know what are the no nos on a? Okay, there's a trend right now. Okay. With really skinny lettering, I like was really literally going to say, make sure that you can thin read fonts. the lettering. <laughs> and if you stand back fifty feet from a thin font on a sign and squint your eyes, it'll blur, and you're not going to see it or be able to read it. That's my biggest um, That's problem. The one you're seeing now, clients is just like you're trying to explain to them. It's like this is a nice logo when you're looking at it from a from a piece of paper right in front of you, but you gotta think of signage, you gotta, you gotta people be able to see it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the important part of a sign, you want people to be able to read it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I really do enjoy getting logos from graphic design companies that understand that. Yeah, right. You know, there's, there, you know, there's just stuff, too, much, too many options out there now with Etsy and people thinking that, you know, everybody thinks they're a designer, mm -hmm. but they're, they're not. not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. Sorry. <laughs> There's a reason why there's two professionals sitting at this table that understand it all much yeah. better. I know. I like talking to Becca. She gets it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so make sure things. you can read the sign. Well, I mean, I oh. mean, isn't that... It seems you, like a simple thing to say, but, but I get people it. don't people, get it. But, but that's the way we feel now in the branding. It's like, mm -hmm. if you see it on your phone, then it looks good. But that's it's like fine. The, mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean anything. But put but your phone down, back up from it for, you know, like 
10, 12 feet in your, in your shop or your office or whatever, and then kind of squint your eyes. And if you can't read that, nobody else is going to be able to, Mm -hmm. especially when people are driving by at 35 miles an hour or whatever it may be. They just got, you know, instant to, to read and understand your sign. Mm -hmm. So I'm all about, uh, you know, bold, big contrast, but keep it simple. Yeah, that's the one thing about your signs. Like one of my favorite signs that you have in town is that Town and Country Antiques Two One. So we, mm-hmm. it sits in our historic district, which means when Wade's really good at this, is there, it's like if you have a historic building and or whatever, you have to follow certain codes and guidelines and stuff. So there's a there's a color palette out there that's pretty much what we follow in our downtown. And a lot of downtowns do it, and and I remember when you put that sign up, I'm like that's the perfect way of using this color palette mm-hmm. to like it's full because like people think it and they think red black white, white. brown yep. you know like the muted which there is a lot of muted in it and which is true but it doesn't mean there's not like right. color like quote unquote color that's right. like vibrant in it so right. I just remember because in the history I mean just because the sign or the pictures are black and white doesn't mean the signs were I mean I'm sure they had yellow back <laughs> yeah. in the 1800s exactly and but I remember when that sign went up there was like three people that asked me they were like that doesn't work I'm like that yellow totally works absolutely I'm like you just need to you just need to think about it a little bit more. Right. Yeah. Like, you do, do you don't think there was a yellow sign? Color's been around a while. Color has been around a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, that another way. thing that I, I've been, I really try to do more of is just get away from the rectangle because you see just so many square rectangle signs. Mm-hmm. So if you can make a sign, have a nice cutout shape. I mean, it just adds so much more to the design. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's like, what's one of the, what's like your favorite sign in town that like, if, if you like had to take, you have somebody in the car and you want to be like, yeah. I mean, I, oh this boy. This is a nice sign. Um, this is one I'm pro, like really into. Yeah. Silver dollar for sure. Sure. I love that one. And then in the, in the motorcycle mural. That, I'm really proud of that one. Um, candy store. Oh probably. yeah. The candy yeah. store ones are yeah. signing. Yeah. C&J's candy super store. Nice. Yep. Yes. Speaking of which, um, we'll be painting a mural on the side of that building here nice. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. So I think by the time this drops, you'll be done. Cause um, you're, when you're doing it, we're, we're just giving them pulling the curtain down. We record these early, but yeah, right. but by September you'll pretty much be good to go. I hope that's the plan. Hopefully, yeah, we'll keep your eyes out on the side of that. Yep. If you don't like Vintage Sign Shop on Facebook, that's the number one way to pay attention to all the fun things Wade's doing at all. That's times. right. But actually, it'll be students from my class that I taught in um, the spring are going to come and help me. Oh, cool. So kind of paying it forward even more. Again, yeah. you know, it's kind of cool how it all works. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So how much longer is this uh, is this going to be your plan? Just going to keep are you going to try to eventually find a a vintage sign shop apprentice to take over this? Uh? Well, I keep telling my kids this could all be yours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, okay, Dad. <laughs> but I want them to get out of Dodge for a while, and you know. But uh, I, I don't. I'm I'm too old to change now. This is all I'm going to do. I think <laughs> until I can't. But I I do enjoy it. I I, I love going to work every day. So that it makes it pretty easy. That's yeah, cool. but yeah, I imagine I'll do this another twenty years. Sure. Do you have any more murals planned in the future for yourself? Not doesn't have to be here or anywhere. Um, there's a, a potential at Kugels again. They have an old CO2 tank, a fourteen foot tall like cylindrical tank in the back of the brewery. They want me to paint it look like a Liney's original beer can. Oh my gosh! That's oh awesome. yes. yeah, that'd be a sweet gig. Wow. That's awesome. Uh huh. I want that. Yes. That's so that's cool. hopefully uh, twenty three. Um, but yeah, we'll just see. And then I'm going to go down to Janesville here in September and help my group of uh, Madison artists. They, she has a huge um, 
mural to paint in Janesville. We're going to oh. work on that for a couple of weeks. That's awesome. Yeah, so. Fun. Not yeah, a bad gig. To me, those huge murals is like gives, I don't have an anxiety. Those give me anxiety. <laughs> Just thinking Cool, about they're so huge and the fact that like yeah. 15 people all do different parts of it. Yeah. And it like supposed to come out like how you planned it. Oh, that's, try to be a project leader on one. That's so weird <laughs> yeah. to me like that that that's like a, like a thing. And yeah. it's not an easy thing either to have a group of people all working on something and have it look cohesive like mm-hmm. one person right like it. one like, person that's did not it. an easy that's oh, that's, you're absolutely right that's a challenge and that's why we kind of got our, our core group mm-hmm. we just we everybody's got their skill set mm-hmm. and but it always always comes together i was just gonna say because you were mentioning how like that's another thing not my non-art brain but like everybody has a different like skill to it like you right. said there's somebody pinstriping or doing the outlining yeah like this person's better at this than all of us right. so that's mm-hmm. what they do yeah i'm not an illustrator um that's why i get alicia and amy to help mm-hmm. i'm a, i'm a lettering guy and yeah. so i do a lot of the lettering and then you know then there's like borders and um accents that you can teach anybody to do mm-hmm. so there's always something for somebody to do interesting yeah that's pretty cool yeah, it's hard to find the perfect mesh of people too. I know, like I can do graphic design, mm-hmm. but if I had to use my hands in paint, it would be a nightmare. Like yeah. I, it's so like, art, being artistic is so many different right. things. Like it can mean so many different things. Yeah, so absolutely. Many different people. Mm-hmm. So like compiling the correct group of um, artists to do something like that is not easy. No, I'm sure. no, you'll you'll find out people's strengths. Really pretty quickly. quick on a wall yeah yeah i suppose <laughs> yeah i suppose yeah so what else uh, what other fun things you have going on in menominee um let's see i am working on uh there's a vintage clothing store opening up so and she's got a sweet logo so i'm pretty excited about making pretty that cool. sign there'll be a hand-painted sign um yeah the the candy store mural um Boy, I got a pile at home. I just can't blank it right now. All the things. Yeah, I'm I'm delivering signs to Woodville. They're opening a new garage bar. Ooh. Um, And I just painted some signs for them and did a lighted sign for them. So I got to deliver that today. And then, of course, I got a big Liney's order I just got um, yesterday. So that's got to be done in two weeks. So That's so cool that you do all that for Liney's. Like, I think it's something that, I mean, I know we got to wrap up, but I think it's something that we often take for granted that Liney's is so close to us and in the Chippewa Valley, but they right. are so interconnected in the, their community that mm-hmm. a lot of big businesses are not like that, especially like a gigantic brewery like right. that. Like no, I, I'm just blown away by their, I mean, we had such a good working relationship mm-hmm. over the last 17 years, something yeah. like that. Like I know their apparel, they get printed locally, like a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff. Like they, Ambient inks in Eau Claire. Yep, they, shout out to them, they're mm-hmm. the best. For sure. My professional and personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> they are great. Yeah, that is cool. To yeah. I think that they call old Wade as a vintage shop. One lonesome person to make them signs every couple months. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, can you plug all your all the things where people find you and where people contact well, I'm, you? Well, I, I got to get better at the old social media stuff, I'm sure. But I basically, I just post stuff on Facebook once in a while. Um, you can check out my website, uh, vintagesignshop.com. Um, or if you're in the neighborhood, uh, south of town on Ken Road Y and you want to swing in and see the shop, mm-hmm. I'm usually there painting something. Yeah. That's so, kind of what, that's kind of what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Um, before we go, I just have to plug a few things, but, um, we have a couple of things 
coming up, we have uh, our one of our more popular events of the year, the Community Cookout, is coming up on Thursday, September 15th. Um, that runs in the evening from 4 to 8 p.m. Um, lots of different local food businesses. Yours truly will be there selling walking tacos if you want to come see your podcast host in real life. Yeah, I want to walk in tacos. It's <laughs> awesome. Usually there's... Um, a few other of the regulars are there. Uh, do you want to say who's all committed this year? Oh, yeah. We have Kevin PJ's um, Sailor's uh, Meats will be there. Um, we have a new pizza food truck coming. Oh, they're new out of Eau Claire. I'm going to mess the name up, like Ooh. Ohana or something like that. I have to relook it up. Ohana means family. Something like that. And then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there'll be food, music from Open Investigation. There's going to be a car show. So that's September 15th, oh, yeah, we 4 added 8 a o'clock. Car show to this we had a mini car show to it. So it should be a fun event. It should yeah, be exciting. It always is. Yeah, beer, stuff for kids, drinks. beer, drinks, food. Come downtown, have fun. It's a good time. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see you there. Stop by and say hi to us if you find us. We always are surprised when people tell us they listen to the podcast, not because we don't think that there's listeners, but because it's funny to meet people in real life when we sit in a room alone to do this. Correct, <laughs> correct. Forget that people are going to uh, listen on the other side of it. <laughs> Weird. It's like, oh yeah, wow, people, Weird. Do, people do know about this. Yeah. It's not our secret. <laughs> I like it. It's fun though. Yeah, thank you to anybody who's told us recently that you've been listening. We've heard a few times in the last couple of months that you're enjoying it, so we always appreciate hearing that. So, um, other than that, I think we're, we're we're ready to go. Thanks, Wade, for yeah. being on. We oh, appreciate it. Thank you so much for Thanks having for me back. Thanks for being the first two-time guest. Man, what an honor! What an honor! I tell you, no, I appreciate you guys having me back. It's always always fun talking signs. Yeah, <laughs> we could have talked for like three more hours. I think on accident. Probably. Um, thank you, Conagra, for sponsoring our pod. We appreciate it. And until next time, we will see you later.